This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news. Wrestling news, rumors, and injury report Covered by the greatest in the whole dance sport This week in wrestling, who made the book? My second shelf full pay-per-view points game Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out Boring <laughs> I don't know how to say or start or what <laughs> Tony's losing his mind. Yeah. He doesn't know when to start. No. This is is a clusterfuck already. Already starting. Jesus, man. Lord. Anyway, um, not too much going on this week. No. Ooh, I did hear. I was going to use this in my uh, uh, rumors, but it's not really rumor. Well, it kind of is. Did you guys hear about Mark Carano? No. No. That apparently now, that now there's two things I've heard. One of them was that a WWE talent said that Mark Carano will be back with the WWE because he knows too many people that will bury. That's all they said. Ooh. Yeah, or they're in the grave or some shit like that, they said. So he, were- he got all the skeletons in the closet. Yes. Yes. So, I mean. He seems like a snitch, too. He does. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Was it last week? You announced yeah. that he got released? I said it then. I'm going to say it now. I never liked him. Fuck him. And fuck him. I don't like him. I don't. <laughs> But, and that right there saying fuck him is Tony Diaz. Yes. We got Clay Cummings, What's who up, doesn't guys? know when to start. <laughs> and we got myself, Rick Serrano third, who's just like, what's going on? Don't so know. Get stitches. That's right. No, but there's more to it, to the story, too. His ex-girlfriend mm. is saying mm. that. Uh, oh, yes, I heard. On him, like wanting to kill his dog. What? Yes. Also, I've heard from the ex-girlfriend that he stole title belts. He stole he title belts. He yes. has them under his mattress in his guest house or something like that. Yes. Wow. What? Yes. <laughs> That's serious. We don't know how much is true. You know, like I said, I was going to use it for my rumors, but I was just like, this is something we got to talk about at the beginning of the damn show. <laughs> nah. Those two seem messed up. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> what about the other shit too of him um you know possibly uh getting hired back because he knows too many uh that's crazy dirt mm-hmm. you know that's crazy that i'm true I'm, which would make sense if mm-hmm. you guys think about it i mean he does know a lot of shit and you know for him to get released if he were to go somewhere else or do a tell-all on somebody's podcast Oh, even though we said we hate you. 
Hey, <laughs> you know he can. No, what do you mean I, we? I said hey, no, you, you, you hate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though. I mean, he can say whatever the fuck he wants. It's not like he, you know, has a contract that he can't spill the beans on what's going on in the company. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to spill beans. Beans, beans are too important. You don't want to make spill it part. Yeah, and, but they good for your heart. And they are good for your heart. And the yeah. more you eat, the more you... What's the line? Again? Yeah. Give me my yeah. line. The more you diarrhea? Like that. Okay, we'll go with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys for not giving me my line. <laughs> I love it. Tony's looking around for the line. I am. I'm trying to believe somebody. <laughs> looking for a producer or something like... Yes. Well, yeah. Where are they? <laughs> Where's the cute card? <laughs> oh, my God. See, we know how to start a show. Heck, yeah, you car to start the show. So I, I blame the producer for that too. You know what? I, I still can't find that fucker. Where is? It? All right, let's get a uh, spotlight this week. Rick, the undisputed era. Shock the system. Yeah. Um. You know, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about how undisputed era is the greatest faction of all time. And I wanted to see, and I wanted to investigate and see why we're talking about this as the greatest faction of all time. Um, you know what? I was like, you know, were they ever holding all the gold? Yes. Were they a dominant? Did they have a dominant tag team? Yes. Did they have a dominant heavyweight champion? Yes. Yeah. Were they around for a couple of years? Yes. <laughs> so I was just like checking off all these boxes and I'm just like, wait a second. Is this no. logical? Is this ethical? Are they the greatest faction of all time? <laughs> no, they're not. No, no, <laughs> no. No. Um, you have NWO, you have NWO Wolfpack, you have Degeneration X, you have the Heart Foundation, you have a lot of teams, Nation of Domination, even I put above them. Yeah. Um, what about the ministry with the Undertaker? Ministry of yeah. Darkness with 30 uh members, you yeah. know? Uh the corporation. It's funny you say that, but yeah, NWO had like about a hundred. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you got Bullet Club. Yeah. You got a bunch of factions. Top ten for sure, hands down. Top ten. They are definitely in the top ten of uh, stables. Okay. Uh, the factions. You got Four Horsemen. Wait a minute. Again. Wait a minute. Is that including uh, the uh, the fifty some odd stables in AEW? <laughs> uh, no no every week is a stable god exactly if they didn't have so many stables then maybe they some of them would be relevant but there's eight to nine it's way too much <laughs> you would think they were breeding horses with all the stables they got <laughs> where's the producer <laughs> oh man but i gotta, I gotta tell you this atrocity <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. Um, I think the Undisputed Era was because they're not a faction anymore. Was the modern day Heart Foundation? I honestly think, technically, so wait, wise, you're, are you comparing the Undisputed Era with the Heart Foundation? Is that what yes, you're telling? Yes, I am. Is that uh, that's exactly what I'm telling. Yes, yes. I think they are a downgraded version of the heart foundation let me say it like that they're not equal to the heart foundation they are a lower tier version of the heart foundation adam cole as the champ matchup with bret hart 
You got Roderick Strong matching up with the Bulldog. You got the Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly matching up with Owen and Anvil. You know, I really think that the Undisputed Era is the the watered-down version of the Hart Foundation, which isn't a bad thing. I think they are one of the greatest factions of all time, just not the best, like a lot of people have been saying. Hmm. What are your thoughts, guys? Well, um, well I guess I'll say that uh, I, I, I honestly, they, they were good. I'm not going to take that from them. They were good. But I don't see them... I don't see them as a top stable, not even a top 10, to be honest, in my wow, opinion. Really? And the reason why I'm saying that, and I don't want to sound like a WWE mark, but I'm going to sound like a WWE mark, but I would have liked to have seen what they would have done on the main roster instead of just NXT. They broke them up in NXT. Who knows? Maybe that might get together back in, in if they all make it to the main roster. But I, I think it was too early for them to – to be separate um, in the, in uh, NXT, I would have liked to have seen them uh, in the main roster doing and see what they can do. So for me to even compare them to like the heart foundation or any other stables that's out there. Um, I really can't, I don't even see them in the top 10. Um, even though they are saying that NXT is not a, um, a developmental system that is its own brand. It's it's hard to say what they, uh, how good they were unless they were in the main roster. Um, okay. That's me. Yeah. My thoughts. All right, Clay. Well, just the fact I feel like Undisputed Era is probably the best faction of this like era that's going on right now. Uh, but I'm, I agree with Tony also, which I would like them going to the main roster to see what they could have done besides an NXT. I feel like yeah. they've done everything in NXT and see how they would do on that main roster. But to try to compare to every other faction that has been in WWE or WCW, that sort of thing, it's kind of hard because you never saw what they did with the, the main title. Like NXT is slowly coming to that spot. But it's still it's still kind of a development to me. So I would say those four guys were a great faction. I would say they'd be in the top ten of all time. Mm. But to compare to any others, it's just kind of hard to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Matt Novak also says nowhere close. They had huge potential and can all wrestle, but when you had DX, NWO, Evolution, Four Horsemen, and the Heart Foundation, they are way down the list. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Sanders says, no, they got broke up way too soon. Uh, greatest faction in NXT, and I believe will be uh, forever be that. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with both. Mm-hmm. I agree with Clay, because he kind of said something like I said. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know, Rick. I think I think you might be off on this one, man. I'm saying top ten. I'm just saying not greatest ever. I say there's a comparison with the Heart Foundation. They're the modern day Heart Foundation, in my opinion. That's what I think. But I think to be fair, to compare them to that, they would have to had a run in the main roster. You know, listen, they had the run in their wait, roster. Wait, let me let me just change it up. I'll say. Their run had to be done on the main roster or even like AEW or even Impact. 
I'll even go as far as or, uh, New Japan. That's what I'm talking about. NXT, you can't really, in my opinion, I don't see NXT on that level. Even though they beat them in the fucking wars in the weeks that we had. I was going to say, three I, years in a row, I still won. don't see them um, as a higher tier, you know, uh, promotion. Because they, and I think maybe it's because of the fact that they never was a real promotion. They were a developmental for all this time. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? We're our own. And that's kind of hard to kind of switch off to. And that's what kind of kills NXT in that because, yes, they are their own brand, but you still want to say, oh, wait till they get up to the main roster. Exactly. You know, like. And yes, and that's and you still got like Rhea Ripley coming up, Bianca coming up, uh, you know, Adam Cole eventually come up, and that's what kills NXT from being a developmental to its own brand. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think a lot of people still see that as a development. Yeah. So William Regal's not happy with you too. I'll t- tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna give us them brass knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just play his intro music, then he'll go away. Yes, man, <laughs> man's man. <laughs> he hates that freaking song. <laughs> For those that don't know, he came out as the the Englishman uh, William Regal one time, and they played his old uh, entrance music. And yes, like he had that look, like you sons of bitches. <laughs> All right. So, uh, any any uh, hints for next week's spotlight, Rick? All right. Here's a hint for next week's spotlight. Mysterious. Oh, that is a mysterious question. Mm. I don't even know what I just said. This yes. <laughs> the producer is fucking you up today. You know he is fucking me up today. <laughs> Damn, you didn't have to put me out there, but you did. <laughs> All right. Also on the uh, Facebook post we have, where in the world is almost an AJ? What the fuck have they been? So they have they the been? Last report that I heard was that almost had uh, uh, COVID nineteen. Mm. Uh, that was the latest I heard because I was digging in. I was like trying to find out my damn self. I'm like, where the hell is he? And Made no saying, sense. Yeah, they're saying that he he. Uh, but they're, they're, they're saying it happened right after WrestleMania. It wasn't, you know, during. <laughs> that would have been good. wrong. But, uh, yeah. So that's, that was the latest I heard. And, okay. of course, with AJ, you know, being around him, you know, they're trying to, you know, I, I, obviously they're tag champions. It's going to make no sense for to just show AJ without almost with the title. So uh, that that's what I heard. Uh, well, so- you guys. Now, the way I look at it is AJ's from Georgia and what are the, what is Georgia most famous for? Peaches, right? You got yeah. Omos who is as big as a tree. I think what happened was Omos is just picking peaches for AJ and they're just making some peach cobbler. That's what I'm looking at it. That's what they're doing. Peach cobbler? Yes. So Rick, out of all the things to say and, and try to make up you came up with fucking peach cobbler. Yes. Where's your producer? <laughs> fucking you up too. <laughs> yeah, he's fired. This didn't work. They didn't laugh. No. Does he remember that uh, your joke of the day segment got canceled? 
He was writing the jokes too. This yeah. fucking producer, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's been with us for how long now? I don't even know because this is the first. I don't know his name. About him. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch. Uh, uh, the fuck? I even forgot the goddamn name. Clay, what are you? Where are they? Where are these fuckers? <laughs> I just to me. I would I wouldn't mind Rick uh what Rick said having them make Peach Cobbler out there. <laughs> Are you serious? You're a producer fired too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but all honestly, if if Omos does have COVID, uh that's very smart for them to, and that's a very good reason for him to stay home. But you know, it sucks because they just won the titles and making this run, and you know, everybody's ready for him to see what they can do as a tag team. So yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Mastin, but Peach Cobbler is really good. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Mastin Mullins, he posted a picture of a desert sand, and then he said in the caption of it, "Group photo of everyone who cares." There's nobody there. <laughs> Damn, that's supposed to be funny. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. nobody cares. Who's his producer? <laughs> Matt Novak, he says, touring the Indies, but touring the Indies as a parody version of HBK and Diesel. Jesus, Matt, <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? My <laughs> God, these folks are terrible. <laughs> Josh Sanders, Josh Sanders said um, that they were still putting together Omos's gear because he's so big. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord, he is a big dude, though. Yes, big dude. Um, yeah, no, that's just terrible. But, but yeah, that's the latest I heard was that they uh, almost had uh, COVID nineteen, so they're trying to. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me just try to explain this to you again. So Omos is as big as a tree. Yeah, and he's picking the peaches you're still, you're still off the trees for to AJ. Still, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's still trying to work this damn joke. No, I'm just trying to make sure you understand that he's as big as a tree and he gets to pick the peaches off the tree. Yeah. And then he just hands it to AJ and AJ makes peach cobbler. Yeah. 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 All right. No, they don't like it. They They don't like it. Terrible. Terrible. It's either that or I'm not catching jokes this week because Andy put out a joke on one of my posts and it flew over my head too. But I was also busy too. I'm a busy man. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus, our producers suck. <laughs> Where's Mark Carano when you need him? Oh, oh, oh. you might have to hire him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to hire him. He'll take my belts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! All right, you know what? That's enough for the Facebook post. If anybody uh, out there has any suggestions on a Facebook poll. Or just to throw a post, uh, just drop it on our Facebook page, and then we'll talk about it in the following week's show. Um, Absolutely. So if you do it today, we won't talk about it till next week. So there you are. There you have it. Um, with that being said, it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. All right, Isaac Yankum DDS turns 54 years old. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, fake Diesel turns 54 years old. <laughs> oh. I see where this one's going. Glenn Jacobs, mayor, 
turns 54 years old. Yeah. Damn it. Titus O'Neil turns 44 years old. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Ura, ura, ura. <laughs> and, um, oh, uh, Kane turns 54 years old also. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 You should have no? let off with that. Yeah. <laughs> Say the best for last. All right. It is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Monsoor got married. Yeah. Anybody anybody care about Monsoor? No? Really. Yeah. Now, do you do you know he's still undefeated in WWE? Yes. Yeah. He's like 89 and 0. Yeah. Monsoor the floor. When was the last time you even saw this dude wrestling? He's the modern day Undertaker. Leave him alone. He only oh. wrestles once a year or oh. once every two years. <laughs> Shut your ass. <laughs> I know the producer wrote that one for you. He Shut did. your ass. Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um, Billy Kay will now go by Jessica McKay. Yes. That's fine. I hate it. Hate it. I, I hate Jessica. That's not. I, I hate McKay. Yeah. Okay. But. You know, Jessica. No, I don't like. It. No, I don't like it at all. No. Uh, top news this week for Jason Jordan. He was named the lead producer of Raw and SmackDown, yes. replacing John Laryngitis. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a big promotion for him. That, it's a weird promotion for him. It definitely is. Because I'm not too sure Jason Jordan can do that. But speaking of that. <laughs> It's just weird. So mm-hmm. Jason Jordan gets promoted as yeah. the lead producer. Yep. And we don't even know who the hell our producer is. Yeah. It might be Jason Jordan. I mean, the way these jokes are coming out <laughs> shows all over the place. Clay it doesn't is. know when to start. Tony's talking out his ass. Talking <laughs> about farts and beans and diarrhea and just. Yeah. And peach cobbler. Yeah, he's talking about he's talking about Peach Cobbler. <laughs> told him to and say tried, it, and, and but not only that, he tried to run the joke twice. That's <laughs> because I don't think you get it. Omos is I as big as a tree, <laughs> and he's picking peaches off the tree. Get it? And gives it to AJ. Funny. Uh, it's terrible. I started that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Now it's time for the NXT UK report with no, our UK wait, course. Hold on. Before you go into to, to that part of the show. I want to talk more about Jason Jordan's promotion. Now, that's okay. a big promotion. That's it is. Promotion. Yeah. Now, for me... Well, he's Kurt Angle's son. Too. Yeah. yeah. Family guy. <laughs> now, here's the thing. With... And this is me being old schoolish, but this dude, he hasn't been in the wrestling business that long. No, no. And he's in a lead role for Raw and SmackDown. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's, you know, like if they said HBK, I'd be like, okay. You know what I mean? Or if they said even, uh, uh, what's his name? Road Dog. I'd be like, okay. Okay. He has longevity. Jason Jordan doesn't have longevity to be in that position. No. How, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, I know exactly what you're saying. He wasn't a good wrestler. 
What's no. gonna make him a good producer? Exactly. Terrible. And he's in yeah. charge. Yeah. And he's young. Isn't he young too? Very he's young. very young. Yeah. Very young. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I want. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right. So. Well, now it's time for the NXT UK report with our UK correspondent, Matt Novak. Matt, take it away. Thanks, Rick. This week's show didn't mess around and jumped straight into the action from the intro with Tio Man taking on a debuting Rohan Raja. Raja was trained by Lance Storm and it shows. He has a very technical style and he's very smooth in the ring. Uh, the match was a back and forth contest with neither man dominating and ended in a way we don't often see anymore. And um, when the ref stopped the match after Tio Man literally snapped the arm of Raja after having the crossface locked in for a long time. Uh, the match was actually really enjoyable and was a great way to start the show. Overall, a solid three star match. Sid Scala then introduced NXT Women's Champ Kaylee Ray to the ring, who cut a scathing promo demanding answers as to why nobody is good enough to beat her for the title. Uh, this led to Scala to set up a gauntlet match for next week between Ginny, Isla Dawn, Zaya Brookside, Danny Luna, and Millie McKenzie uh, to decide the number one contender. So hopefully that'll be a really good uh, contest next week. Um, it'll probably take up a large chunk of the show, but as long as it's a good match, I'm happy with that. Um, and hopefully this leads to a long, um, postponed move uh, to NXT in Tampa for Kaylee Ray. As I simply can't see her, how they're gonna like, how they're gonna book her if she doesn't drop the belt. She's just gonna damage all the other competitors in that match, and the women's division is just gonna look more awful. I'm honest. Um, the next match was a really quick match between uh, Levi Muir and Shah Samuels, um, with the veteran Samuels using experience to slow Levi's quick attacks and pick up the pin. Honestly, this match didn't have much to really write home about, so I won't. So, um, I'll only give it a 1.5 star. It was just a nothing match, a total filler match to fill up the show. Alfie Valkyrie took on the legend from Japan, Miko Satamura next. Um, they've been hyping this match up for the past few weeks, and it's well, sadly never really got into second gear. Satamura um, showed her age and was having to take lots of rest spots between some of the big moves. So the match didn't live up to the hype and went on way, way too long. Satamora picked up the win in the end, and I'll be honest, I couldn't wait to the, uh, see the end of the match. I'm giving this match a two-star, because it did have some good big moves, but overall, very slow, methodical, just never really got going, if I'm honest. Um, the final match of the night was a six-man tag between Gallus and the newly formed team of Symbolos, uh, led by Eddie Dennis. Um, the match was a really solid one with Symbiosis, sorry I got it right that time, uh, dominating the early part and isolating Joe Kofi and looking well organised and well, working well together as a team. Considering they're new, they really did look like a solid unit. Um, the match took a turn against the flow eventually and Gallus managed to get a hot tag and clear the non-legal members of Symbiosis from the apron, allowing them to hit both a Glasgow send-off and a discus clothesline to snatch the win. Honestly, Smash was a pay-per-view worthy, and it was a solid 4.5, and really did save the show. Uh, overall, the show got a rating of a 2.75 stars, and hopefully next week, I say with the women's gauntlet, um, I'm looking forward to that. So hopefully next week will be a really solid show as well. Uh, this is Matt Novak, and that is the NXT UK report. 2.75 stars there. Yeah, good, that's a good job, mate. Yeah, good, good job. That's a good it show. Was a good, it was a good show. He yeah. gave a 4.5 out uh, for one of the matches, which was huge. Um, it's just, NXT UK is good, man. When you understand what they're saying backstage, 
page and you understand what's going on. It's actually a good show. And, and you know what? It's what's good about it. It's only an hour long. You know, you don't have these two hour, three hour shows. So it's just entertainment one after the other. Um, after being delayed for a year, though, WWE has announced NXT UK TakeOver Dublin is canceled. Really? So they will not be going forward with that. Um, unfortunate news. They uh, uh, just because it's been over a year where they were trying to put it together and it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. And with COVID and everything, that's probably the main uh, reason. Okay. But uh, don't act me those questions again okay um with that being said it is time for the rumors with tony diaz don't ever come at me with the rumors okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh one one rumor that i heard was that uh who damn it it might be jason jordan some of the somebody got promoted uh for they called it the uh the road road show executive producer or something like that. So um, with that being said, is that uh, they're going to be soon doing road shows. Wow. A lot of people are saying July 1st. Wow. July 1st, cool. they're going to start doing road shows. So with that being said, uh, it's a good chance that uh, be doing live shows with people, with fans in certain arenas. So I'm looking forward to it. But the thing of it is, is that they're in the um, Thunderdome. They're in there until August, like August 1st or some shit like that. So uh, for, maybe they're trying out to see how these road shows go. Yeah. Uh, see if they can get fans. Let me tell you something. I was in the Thunderdome this past Monday Night Raw. Yeah. It is not enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> You got a producer there telling you when to clap, when to boo, when to cheer, when to dance, when to move. And I, it was just a fucking workout. I was just like, this is not wrestling. It's just like, all right, do this, do that, do that. All right, guys, we're coming back from commercial in three minutes. All right, we're back in one minute. All right, guys, here we are. Clap, 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 clap. And you're just like. Now, you hearing this guy? Yes. Oh, you're actually hearing them? Yes. Wow. There's a producer that's telling you what to do. I thought it was like going on the screen or something. (laughs) No, and he's telling you, all right, if you're laying down, please sit up. All right, guys. Yep. All right. Yep. You're doing good. You're doing a good job. Yep. And I'm just like, I'm not even on TV. And they got me fucking doing all this work. (laughs) I know. I tried looking for you. I couldn't find you. Yeah. I couldn't either. Wow. Interesting. Good experience, though. Good workout. Uh, yeah. Finally, in my rooms, Hen- Mark Henry has confirmed he'll have one final match in WWE this year, and he'll arguably be in the best shape of his life for it. Um, mm. He's lost a lot of weight. 80 uh, pounds. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, I didn't uh, hear that. Yeah. Good. I mean, good. that's all. Uh, but does anybody care? No. No. <laughs> No, unfortunately not. All right, that's all I got for the rumors. Clay, what do you have for injuries this week? Everybody seems to be healthy. Pop damn time. Pop damn time. That's what I said. Yes. All right, straight on to the hot tag news this week. Kyle O'Reilly, can he be the face of NXT? Uh, Wanted to throw that out there this week only because uh, he's been getting uh, 
shitted on, so to speak, with his outfit <laughs> in the NXT. And it uh, does look like they're trying to, you know, push him in the main event spot. Um, but for me, it's kind of hard to when you have Karrion Cross as your heavyweight champion. Yeah. Um, Clay, what do you think of uh, Kyle O'Reilly? Can he be the face of NXT? To me, I can't get off the fact that Kyle O'Reilly was in NXT as a as a guy in the Undisputed Era who wasn't really the main guy. He has been for years. And really, I wouldn't mind a push for him. But at the same time, it's kind of hard for me to get over that he was the bat guy in Undisputed Era. It just is, I just don't see him as a main event person. Um, I mean, he put on, he puts on great matches. I think he's good for a tag team, but I just can't ever see him as the guy on a certain brand or on Raw or SmackDown. So it's a no for me. Mm, Rick. You know, looking at Kyle O'Reilly, they dropped the ball with them. Now, they're going with this. I think so, because Kyle O'Reilly had the MMA background, and, uh, well, that was his character, at least, you know. Um, And they show the dominance he would have in his tag team matches. I think coming out of Undisputed Era, you should have been focusing more on that and show how lethal he can actually be with his leg kicks and his uh, jiu-jitsu and stuff like that. Yeah. I think they really dropped the ball with that and now he's doing this whole cool Kyle thing and it's just not it's just not working. Mm-hmm. Like especially when you have him going up against Karrion Cross, they could have had a real good MMA type fight because mm-hmm. they both have that uh, experience. So can he be the... No. I think if he had a mouthpiece maybe somebody speaking for him um, like that dude uh, that was with the the Indushir, mm-hmm. uh, I think mm-hmm. that would be a good manager for him. But um, yeah, I think they really dropped the ball with this. And uh, uh, no, he cannot be the face of NXT. And he's ugly. He can't be a face of NXT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of agree with you guys. I mean, because the thing of it is, is that for me, with Kyle O'Reilly, when they just started doing this push with him and they doing this a little bit differently with him as far as the angle goes. I was just like, wait, wait a minute. Are they really doing this with him? I never saw it when he was with uh, Undisputed Era. I don't see it now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he can be the face of NXT. Right now, uh, you got Karrion Cross that will definitely carry NXT for a long time. Because uh, I don't see Karrion Cross getting called up until like next year, maybe. Maybe this year. Uh, who knows? Um, I think if Vince gets a hold of this uh, Karrion Cross, he's going to be like, yeah, wait a minute, pal. Bring him up. <laughs> See what he got. So who's going to be the NXT, uh, the face of NXT after Karrion? That should be the question. Um, yeah. What happened on SmackDown and some other rumors, Daniel Bryan might show up over there. Now, can he be the face of NXT? Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. Oh, I see. What you yes. There. The producer wrote that one for you, too, huh? Yes. Ah. Ah. All right. But no, I, I just don't see Kyle O'Reilly as the face of NXT. It just, for me, it's just not there. I, I, I <laughs> and then on top of that, he got shitted on for wearing 
Oh, he wearing bad. like Orange Cassidy type outfit. I'm Took sure. I'm, I think that pissed Kyle Riley off. <laughs> yeah, he did get pissed off on weird. Instagram. He was talking about, oh, so you can't wear a denim jacket anymore? Yeah. No, no, you it's can't. Somebody else's gimmick, man. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Don't ever do that again. Yep. Wagner Danis, he said, most definitely liked him kicking Adam's ass. Okay. Okay. Darren Metzler, he says, no, not yet. Okay. He sees it in the future, not just right now. And TJ Logan, he says, yes, for potential, but the cool Kyle gimmick is so distraction and as an obvious Orange Cassidy ripoff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, 75% of the people say yes, he can. Jesus. Seriously? 25% say no, he can't. That's right. So they see something we don't see. Okay. And you know, it's, it's, I just want to say, like, listen, I want NXT to do well. Yeah, this we is all not do. any shape or form of us blasting NXT. Yeah. Um, I we just don't think Kyle O'Reilly is the guy to go to. But I'll tell you what, NXT is running out of guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're running out of people who they can push. I mean, Johnny Gargano is still yeah. there with the North American title. Yeah, you got Champa. Champa. You got just like who and else do you guys have? They are slowly dropping the ball with Timothy Thatcher. Oh, yeah. Toothless Timmy. (laughs) Fucked up, man. But, but Rick, you mentioned uh, Indu Sheer. Where where the fuck are those guys at? I have no clue. (laughs) They look like a really badass tag team. And, like, it's like, where the fuck they go? It's like they disappeared all of a sudden. They had the pain problem. Hmm? They had the authors of pain problem. Yeah. Once you have a decent tag team, and then. And speaking of authors, where the fuck are they? I know the guy. Well, you know, I heard they were hanging out with Agent Almost, where Almost was reaching for peaches (laughs) in the tree, and they were all eating peach cobbler together. No, they're making a Polynesian peach cobbler. (laughs) See, the producer wrote that one for me. Yeah, that was. They're not not even Polynesian. No. Or whatever they are. Wait, where are they? Who? AOP? Yeah. AOP, one is Indian and the other one was I can't remember. I don't want to say. I don't remember. Indian. Yeah, uh, one was Indian. One one I know one is in the uh, Netherlands or some shit. Isn't it? Something nah, like I'm not sure. Yeah. Alright. We'll go with that. Yeah. You know, that just ruined everything, you know? Yeah. Our producers suck. Yeah. You know what? With that being said, we're gonna take a quick pause at the cause when we come back. We have, uh, what do we have? Shit. Oh, this week in this wrestling. wrestling. Hi, uh, I'm WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestling POV and get yourself a t-shirt today for $19.99. We have five t-shirts available Wrestling POV Podcast and Wrestling POV Global T-shirts available for $19.99. Now, the reason why we're selling T-shirts is because we need money to produce these shows. Our producer is not free, unfortunately. I mean, the work he gives us should be free, but it's not. Um, But these shows we have is Wrestling POV Podcast with myself, Tony Diaz, and Clay Cummings uh every saturday on itunes youtube Poppy, spotify iHeartRadio, and tune in radio for free we cover everything wwe and we also have matt novak who gives us nxt uk news 
Um, every Thursday, you have Wrestling POV Global with TJ Logan, Elio Canella, and Andy Anderson. They go over everything AEW, Impact, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and MLW, and more. Um, also, we have WPOV Quarantine every Wednesday. It's our Zoom-based show. Of, uh, it's on YouTube, and we've had great legends like Bushwhacker Luke, uh, Savio Vega, uh, we've even had uh, Ron Fuller. We've had great names appear on this show. Uh, this is on every Wednesday. And, of course, we have Wrestling POV Aftermath, where after every pay-per-view, you will hear from us as we go over the card. We give our opinions. And also, we crown a champion uh, for our pay-per-view points game. Currently, Tony Diaz is the Wrestling POV pay-per-view points game champion. Yeah. Yep. Proud of Next it. round of the third is the third award winner. Yes. Yes. I said it. I said it, producer. Yeah, Don't force man. me to say things. There you go. <laughs> Tony, it's time to get raw. All right. Uh, raw. Let's uh, go into the low points of raw. Uh, Clay, what were your low points of raw? My low points of raw was the whole Charlotte uh, promo with Sonia Deville in the ring, just apologizing yeah. to the, to the referee or, or the referee then having to apologize to her. I, yeah. I gave it one. It's like, did we really like need this? I just, I, I don't know. Charlotte. But, but not only that, they, they were saying shit about that. Charlotte was going to take time off because she was getting dental work done. That's mm-hmm. some quick dental work. And then to come back to fight. <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> and sure. another thing too, what's going on with Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce? Yes. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just that thing, too. So I Mm -hmm. uh, with that and I also gave a one and a half to Ms. TV with Riker and Elias. I getting cut off, understandably, you know, that's that's how you knew that was going to happen. Right. So, uh, yeah, just for me. All right. Rick, what was your low point? All right. My low point was Ms. TV. I gave it a one. I just first of all. I was in the Thunderdome during the Miss TV segment, and I just was, oh, God, there's just a lot of work to boo and cheer and boo and cheer and boo and cheer. It was just didn't work for me. Um, also, <laughs> I gave a one to Braun Strowman defeating Drew McIntyre. No, I don't want to see Braun Strowman in the triple threat match. No, I don't want to see Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre. You know, this is so far. So Braun Strowman has a new record. He fought in a handicap match, a tag team match, and a singles match all in one night. That's too much brawn. That is way too much brawn for me and for my liking. So I gave that a one. So those are my two low points for uh, Monday Night Raw this week. And I just have to say, I actually like this Charlotte promo. I gave it a two, but I actually enjoyed it. I, I'm liking this side of Charlotte. It's just evil. It's just like, <laughs> I don't care about you people. Because I'm the best. Yeah. So she did, she did play a good, arrogant character. I just, yeah. uh, to me, I'm just like, oh, just shut up. Hey, <laughs> hey man. Yeah. That's your POV, and that's why yeah. you're on the show. Yeah. That's right. uh, well, for me, um, I'm going to go with Clay with the Sonya Charlotte promo. I mean, yeah, it is a good, it's a good thing. I think what, what uh, the reason why I gave it that 0.5 was that it came out of nowhere. Um, it, at first we heard she was supposed to take some time off and then all of a sudden now 
she's back a week later, which is the normal days off. So I think that kind of threw me off. I wasn't a big fan of the promo. Um, I do like that side of Charlotte, but for me, it's like, like we discussed this a while ago too about Sonya Deville being in that role. Does she have the experience to be in that role to be calling shots like that? I don't think so. I'm not her over Jason Jordan. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's like, what what (laughs) does Adam Pierce? And there's Adam Pierce. Well, yeah, at like, least Adam Peter, Pierce was NWA champion. Oh, oh I couldn't man. say that with a straight face. But there him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he is TJ's longtime friend too. I heard. Yes. So uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, but uh, to be different, I guess another uh, low point for me was uh, uh, the Lashley promo. Wasn't a big fan of that, even though I kind of like his arrogance too. But I wasn't Ooh, I'm with you. I gave yeah. it a one and a half. Uh, high points of Raw. Rick, what was your high point? My highest point was Alexis Playground. I'm sorry, man. It's gold, Jerry. Gold. Yes. I like this yes. girl is good, man. She's good. Yeah. Um, I really like what I'm seeing from Alexa and this whole Lily thing. I cannot wait for her to start wrestling. Yeah. And she's like, Lily made me do it. The thing of it is Alexa's character right now Is another character that does Not need the fucking title Keep her oh, no. away from it yeah. does, Like same We said the same thing with the Fiend and what did they do They fucking gave him the title And, killed yep. him. and jobbed out to fucking Goldberg in Saudi Arabia yeah. Seriously No they, they With this character that Alexa is doing They cannot give her the title yeah, yeah, and uh, my other high point was RK Bro defeating Shelton and Cedric. I gave it a three. Seriously? Bro, I like it. I like it. I think it's good. I think it's good. <laughs> I really enjoyed this match. Randy Orton and Riddle actually work well together. So, uh, gave it a three. <laughs> Clay, what was your high points? For me, it was also RKO Bro versus Cedric and Shelton. I gave it a three. Really enjoyed, you know, this match and loved the chemistry so far with Randy and Riddle. It's it's just great. I love it. And also, I gave a three to Alexis's Playground. So basically, the same thing Rick said. It's just it is gold. I love Alexa as this character and what she's portraying as like a fiend type deal but what made me laugh during this promo was my wife got scared shitless when willie came up because she was real she was like focusing on the tv and made her her jump and she goes that was kind of i said that wasn't stupid that was funny that's great (laughs) so i gave it both a three wow Holy shit. Yeah, for me, I mean, I know Rick, you didn't like it, but I thought it was pretty damn good for two big guys. I was really, really impressed. And it was Drew versus Braun. I gave it a three and a half. I thought it was good because, like I said, these two, these are two massive guys. Mm-hmm. And they were able to do a lot of those things. And let me tell you something. I, you know, I got into Raw and I'm watching these Drew segments and shit like that. And I'm saying to myself, you know what? I'm, I'm getting a little bit uh, worn out with Drew. Yep. It is. And I am. Um, but I do, I will say this when he's in these matches lately, he's on a different level. Mm-hmm. And those matches that he had with uh, uh, Seamus, 
Them guys are like destroying each other, man. Yep. They're like hurting. They don't give a fuck. But that's how Drew is when he wrestles. He wants you to hurt. Yeah, fucking just lay it on me, brother. Lay it on me. It's like, God damn, okay. And, um, you know, so I, 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 I kind of dig that with Drew, but I'm starting to get played out with Drew. I'm starting. Now, I don't want to say tired of him. I'm just starting to, like, lose interest, so to speak. And um, but this match here with, with Braun, I thought it was good. I gave it a three and a half. Uh, another close one, and you guys are gonna be shocked with this. I liked was Miz Elias and Riker versus New Day and Damian uh Priest. I gave it a three, it wasn't that bad for I'm not a and the thing of it is, I'm not a fan of these six man tags. I, I yeah. really not. If I really gotta bash this match, it's just the fact that if you don't know about Damian Priest, he's a huge metalhead. Yeah, and, and when I say metalhead, he loves Iron Maiden, Metallica, Motley Crue, that kind of music he likes. He's not, I mean, you know, he listens to Spanish music, obviously, because it's Puerto Rican. But that's, I mean, because if you look at his tattoos, he has a tattoo of Eddie from Iron Maiden. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> for him to try to dance like New Day, I was like, come on, no, Damien, don't do that. Don't do that. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop. Who's your producer, damn it? And uh, <laughs> so, I mean, but I gave it a three. I did enjoy the match itself. Um, I'm, the thing of it is, I'm getting tired of Kofi, but not Xavier. Um, yeah. But Xavier is starting to get me at that point, too. It's like, all right, now you're trying to start to act like you're starting to act like Kofi. You know, don't do that. Don't. You know, you were good not imitating him or trying to be like him. Um, and they all listen to the show anyway, so hopefully they'll change it. But uh, yeah. that was my high point. Overall, I gave Raw 2.05. Rick? I gave it a 2. Wow. Uh, Clay? I gave it a 2 also. Wow. There you go. Well, it is now time for AW Dynamite. (sighs) (laughs) All right. My low point. Oh, man. Eddie Kingston versus Nakazawa, which never got underway. Gave it a 0.5. I didn't like this. Um, I don't understand why you're trying to break Nakazawa's leg to get Kenny to get in the ring because Nakazawa, they don't care about. But yeah, and, and he clearly said, go ahead, break it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, man. And then you get Omega in the ring, and instead of just fighting the guys that you have in the ring already, you're going to schedule a match with said guys? Just broke his leg. You should have mm-hmm. just did that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where they're going. Listen, they got o- Omega has all the titles. He got the Impact title this past weekend. What are you gonna do with this? Like, mm-hmm. where does this go? Like, yeah. he had this two. AEW has this cluster thing where they like to cluster everything all together, yeah. and it's just, what are you doing? Where, which direction is the wind blowing that you're gonna go? You know, yeah. I just don't know where they're going. Um, Tony, what was your low points of AEW this week? Uh, yeah, Kingston. Uh, well, actually, the segment, uh, Kingston and Moxley. Yeah, I, just, I gave it a 0.5. I, no, I didn't like it. Um, but to be different, uh, I will have to say the factory versus the nightmare family. Yes, that was bad. <laughs> that was terrible. I gave it a one and a half. And of course, Cody had to be uh, elaborate <laughs> again, coming out in the bus with his logo on the fucking bus. Uh huh. Is he making that much money that his yes, logo dude. has to be on the fucking bus? Let me tell you something. I heard this. 
because I was waiting for this segment so I can talk about it. Uh, the Young Bucks, when they were free agents in 2018, they were off. The WWE offered them guaranteed 500 grand a year. Wow, that's what they offered the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks turned it down. So crazy. Yeah. You think they're making that much in AEW? The Young Bucks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would think so. Our merchandise alone been making a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Clay, your low points. To me, low point. One of the, my low points was the elite and the in the limo. Uh, just speaking of the young bucks, I do not like this new attitude that they are. What's with the earrings? I, the dailies. Like, the dailies. I, oh gosh, they just what the fuck the is that? Is that like a new trend or something? I don't know. <laughs> then with that's the- Luke Gallows. That's like, Luke Gallows. No, because Matt Jackson had one too. No, I know, but Luke Gallows is the one that came up with the whole dangly thing. Really? But <laughs> yes. No, no. Yeah. The reason why I'm saying that is because even now, now, if you don't know, now you know. But I live in New Mexico, and mm-hmm. I've seen a couple guys with those dangly earrings too. That's why I'm I'm bringing that up. Now, mind you, know. I got ten fucking piercings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, eleven piercings. Uh, seven of them. Wait, four, five, six of them are on my ears. I, I haven't worn an earring in fucking years. I might have to do that just to bring it back. No, I'm kidding. There but you go. I'm like, why? Why? No, I've been seeing that around, so I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. Um. Anyway, okay. Ahead, All right. Clay. I know. Wait, 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 Clay. Before you go back, I I okay. know everybody's doing the math in their head. Well, if he has six on his ear, mm-hmm. where are the other? <laughs> they were on my face. Oh. They were on my face, fucker. <laughs> Prince Albert? Mm-hmm. No, no, that no hell no. No eyebrow, tongue, nose, shit like that. Oh, good. <laughs> Always something learn about Tony Diaz every day. Yeah, and I wrestled with them fucking piercings on too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people there like you crazy, man. You can get that shit snatched up. Not once it was ever snatched out. So there you go. <laughs> Well, who's, who's going, Clay? Clay <laughs> <just> going. <laughs> uh, well, I guess he's done. Uh, well, Rick. Oh, Rick. go ahead, Clay. Go ahead, Clay. Right. Yeah. Well, that... <laughs> Clay yeah. don't know when to start. He don't know when to stop. He don't it's know when to start. It's the fucking producer's fault, man. <laughs> but What's our producer's I... name, anyway? <laughs> now Y'all you ask the hard-hitting question. Yeah. <laughs> That's my job, man. That's my job. <laughs> Go ahead, Clay. You were talking about the limo. <laughs> he was like, "No, I'm not doing it." <laughs> uh, go ahead, Rick. You know, uh, I I have to say, Clay, that limo scene, I loved it. I laughed really? my ass off. I yeah. thought it was, I thought it was good. What 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 about it was so bad, Clay? First of all, I didn't understand any of that because one, why is Carl Anderson <laughs> have no pants? My my second wait, question. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, Carl he Anderson had no pants, and they made the they said that in the limo, like, oh, Carl Anderson didn't have any pants on. And like, Carl why? Anderson didn't have any fucking pants. No, no. no. Oh. Rewatch it. I guarantee. I promise you. I'm not gonna rewatch it. <laughs> You have to do your investigative journaling. No, yeah. I did it right now. <laughs> but but that, 
two, I cannot stand Don Callis in the background. Like, who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think anybody can stand I, Don Callis. No. And then the fact that Luke Gallows also was licking his hand or his arm or whatever <laughs> he was doing in that. Like, what are you guys doing? This <laughs> whatever one, the fuck they want. That's oh, a- it was <laughs> stupid. I gave it a point five. Yeah, entertaining. Just, That's what it was. It's gold, Terry. Gold. Gold. Called <laughs> entertaining. Oh, terrible. Uh, you know, and then my highest point for AEW this week: uh, Brian Cage defeating Adam Page. I really enjoyed this. I think Brian Cage is good. I thought this was a solid match. I gave it a three. Uh, Tony, what was your highest point of AEW this week? I, I will say this, nothing broke at three, but there was a lot of two and a halves. Um, that match was one of them. Brian Cage versus Page, the Seidel brothers versus Young Bucks. Orange yeah, yeah. Cassidy versus Penta, I gave it 2.5. Wow. Chris, yeah, I did. I ended up liking it. As much as I wanted it to hate it, I ended up liking it. The arm drag with his hands in his pockets? You know what? That's believable. <laughs> All right. So now- <laughs> No, it's not. Um, no, I mean, I don't know why. It's just like I knew they were going to do the dumb shit in the beginning. And I was, trust me, I was ready to give this a 0.5. But then as it went along, I was just like, okay, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but also Chris Statlander versus Penelope Ford. I gave it a two and a half, too. I, I enjoyed it. For a women's match, I was like, okay, this wasn't that bad as the rest of them were. But yeah, those were all my 2.5s. But if I really had to pick, I would have to pick Brian Cage versus Page. All right. Uh, Clay, high points. High points for me was also Orange Cassidy versus Pento Zero Man. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a three. Now, as much as I do not like the Orange Cassidy character and that I don't get it, they still put on a really good match. Yeah. Once He's a got, good wrestler. Once it got going and once, you know, it was into like the middle and the ending part. It yeah. was great. So I gave it a three I, and I also gave. I, no, I just, I was going to say, I, man, Penta, that mask that he comes out in in the beginning. I love that mask. That was sick. Yeah. I love watching And I'm a it. mask collector. I collect a lot of Lucha mask and that's going to be on my collection soon. I got to find it. I bet. That is, that is awesome. Yeah. And I also gave a 3.5 to Inner Circle and Pinnacles Parlay. Wow. Wow. I really? mean, you know what? This made me really. So so here's, here's my question, though, because uh, Clay froze up on us. Um, but here's my question. the pay, Is it a pay-per-view next week? Or is this no, a regular this is AEW be a, show? It's a regular AEW Dynamite. Uh-huh. Um, and it's. It's just going to be called Blood and Guts, where they're going to uh, do exactly what the uh, war. So there's going to be a lot of blood in this one. I guess so. Okay. Uh, Clay, yeah, back to you about uh, what you were saying. Yeah, but uh, the whole parlay, parlay itself, I thought everybody who did a promo did really good. Uh, Sammy calling out Sean Spears like that was awesome. Yeah. I will agree with that. And Jericho, like I've said either a couple weeks back, did what he you know what he has done and cut a great promo so i gave it a three and a half now, wow do you, do you think you don't think that sammy Guevara's a, a promo on that he wasn't being extra he's he i don't like see i don't like the cheap heat stuff man that's cheap man like, you think that's cheap 
That's cheap. I'm, I'm, That's I a don't low think blow, it was bro. cheap. I don't think it was cheap, but I think he was extra. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I mean by extra, I just think he was just going over the top with his promo, trying to make it believable. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You don't think he was being like that? No, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And I also thought it was cheap. <laughs> Overall, I gave AEW this week a 1.7. Tony. Wow, I gave it a two. Wow. Mm-hmm. Clay. I also gave AEW a two. All right. Yeah. Go ahead, Clay. And now we're going to NXT POV Mamma Mia. Uh, for me, I was not very excited with NXT itself. Uh, for me, the whole uh, Shotzi and Ember versus uh, Robert Stonebrand, I didn't understand this at all. I gave it a point five. I thought they looked stupid in the ring, uh, Robert Stonebrand as is, because it wasn't even for the titles or nothing. And they were acting like they just won the damn Super Bowl. It's like, and mm-hmm. that threw me off. It was stupid. I also gave uh, uh, Champa's promo with Timothy Thatcher, Toothless Timmy. Da, 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 da. I'm like, <laughs> with grizzled young veterans. I'm like, if you're trying to get that over, that's just stupid in itself. And <laughs> just going on a rant, as uh, uh, clearly I did not like NXT. <laughs> and I gave a uh, one to Dakota Kai versus Mercedes Martinez. I just didn't feel like those wow. two, yeah, didn't have very much chemistry. I'm not the biggest Dakota Kai fan. It just, for me, I gave it a one. I just it wasn't invested at all in this match. Rick, what was your low points of NXT? You know, my low points was the grizzled young <laughs> veterans. <laughs> um, I do have to say, the grizzled young veterans promo started off really well. Mm-hmm. And what messed it up was Champa and Timothy Thatcher coming out and then singing about a boot. I don't know where the boot song came in. I don't yeah. know why they were singing. Yeah. Um, that was just stupid. Uh, didn't like it. Gave that a one. Um, I also have to say, though, I, I really like Dakota Kai. I think it's Mercedes Martinez that doesn't do it for me. Um, yeah. I ended up giving that really? match a 1.5. What, what about Mercedes Martinez is not doing it for you? It's been since the beginning since she's gotten there. It's just like we don't know where she's at character-wise. We Mm. don't know uh, her moveset. We don't know about that because she's been changing it up so much, honestly. And I think this this should have been a clear-cut win for her over Dakota Kai, not a disqualification. Mm -hmm. So that's that's where uh, I'm at with her. Also, you have a 1.5 to Imperium defeating uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Was not a fan of those matches at all. That's my low points. All right, Tony. Yeah, I got a bunch, uh, probably just like you, Clay. Uh, <laughs> Grizzled Young Veterans, their promo, 0.5. Uh, Aaliyah versus Ember, 0.5. Adam Cole promo, I thought it was a 0.5. Oh, yeah. And the reason why I gave it a point, you know, you guys got to hear me out for those that are probably like going crazy. The reason why is because this kind of Adam Cole, is this is being extra Adam Cole, yes. put it that way. Okay, you want an extra butter on your popcorn, but they OD'd on it. That's what this is, you know, because I like Adam Cole as a heel, but in this promo, he was being an extra heel. And to me, that doesn't work for him. And and how, okay, to explain it is that, you know, the whole, you know, pool side, it's freaking hot. Like, since when did you became like that? You've never been like that. I like Adam Cole heel, but bro, you wasn't like that. Now right. you're being extra and after a match that you lost to Kyle O'Reilly? 
You know, yeah. to, it just didn't work. So I get And then to have Kyle O'Reilly watching the yes. interview. Come it's on. Like, no, be done with it. Yeah. Be done with that feud. You know, we we've said this over and over again that you know when these guys do these feuds, if it's a year-long fucking feud, okay, fine. End it at WrestleMania or some or one of your major takeovers. Take over yep. or some shit, and then be done with it. That that should be done and over. Forget that shit. Bye. Say hello. For sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, high points for me, it was only one, was uh, Legato del Fantasma versus MSK and Kushida. I gave it a three and a half. I thought these guys worked well together. Legato looks strong in this, which they should, yeah. uh, to be believable for the tag titles and to get the Cruiserweight mm-hmm. Championship back. I mm-hmm. love the ending to where they were all holding the belts, adding more to the story. Yeah. And I noticed Kushida was wearing boots this time instead of yeah. The, yeah. no shoes. So that was okay, too. So I gave it all a three and a half. Uh, Tony. Yeah, that, same thing. Like out of the Fantasma versus MSK and Kushida. The one major, I gave it a three, by the way. But the one major thing that I loved about this match was the ending. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that was... Uh, Legato de Fantasma, all of them holding up the belts and just holding them up. It was a great shot, great promo shot. And uh, if they don't give the belts back to them, or not back, but if they don't give the cruiserweight back to uh, Santos and the and the tag team straps to the rest of the guys, uh, I think they're going to miss out on that opportunity. If I have to go with something that was close to being uh, a high point of NXT, it would be probably Imperium versus Drake and, uh, and Killian Dane. I gave it a two and a, and a half. It wasn't that bad. I'm I'm really impressed with Imperium, but not with Drake and uh, Killian <laughs> Dane. They got to do something else with them. Something is, is it's, it's a funny tag team, but something's missing in that. And they got to like kick back and be like, wait a minute, hold up. But that, let's, let's actually, you know what? My apologies. I really want to talk about Tony Storm versus fucking Zayda Ramirez and that fucking flip that she did off the top rope and got the pin on Tony Storm. And the win. Yes. Yeah. I Well, if you gave me two more seconds, I would have said it myself. That but was I'm not one done. of my high points. <laughs> one of my high points of the show was Zayda Ramirez defeating Tony Storm. We gave her 2.5. First of all, I didn't. I thought she was gonna break her neck with the shooting star press. I was like, she Rock ain't Lesner. got it. She ain't got it. She got it at the last second. She was able to get. Let me all tell the way you something. She fucked up somewhere because it did look yeah. like she was gonna break her damn neck. Because uh-huh. if she does it again and does it very well and convincingly, then she fucked up that spot. But yeah. if she does it again and it looks like she's gonna about to break her neck, I'm gonna be like, child, don't do that no more. I think you're yeah. done doing that. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. Zoe Stark interfering, getting involved. I yeah. enjoyed it. I thought Zayda Ramirez looked good. She was getting her ass kicked the whole match, and then she pulls out the shooting star press. I was just like, okay. Yeah. You know, I, I was getting ready to give this a 1.5. So then was I. Just by, the, just by the ending, I was just like, all right. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Rick, what was that was your rest of your high points? My, my other high point was definitely the God of the Phantasm defeating MSK and Kushida. Yeah. I love the whole MS Kushida thing they came up with. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, I disagree with Tony, though. I don't want to see the God of the Phantasm have all the straps. I want to Why see not? because I want them gone. I, I, Kushida needs to hold this title for a long time, and I do not want him 
to be removed from that situation. Wait a minute. What do you mean um, you want them gone? Gone from where? NXT? Go to the main roster. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll be better uh, in the main roster. And let me tell you this. This pissed me off. Why is Isaiah Swerve Scott getting uh, a match with uh, Leon Ruff? Uh, what yeah. is it? Last Leon man standing Ruff. match? Last man standing. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no one wants to see that. No. No. But not only that, why is Scott Swerve having problems with Leon Ruff? And you're trying to be a badass, but you can't you can't beat Leon Ruff? <laughs> How are we supposed to take you seriously, man? Yeah. And even like I've said before, I'm not a big Swerve fan, heel or face. He just mm-hmm. I don't know. There's something about him that just uh-uh. If well, I had to pick, I think uh, Scott Swerve is better as a baby than a, uh, a heel. Oh, I, I agree. think he's terrible and both. <laughs> I never <laughs> liked him. But I will tell you this. One thing that no one's Come talking on. about, Gary Grimes. Yeah. And yeah, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. That was yeah. great. Yes, That's yeah. a good watch, but it's not a million-dollar watch. <laughs> DiBiase still got it. Yes. Yeah. Overall, I gave NXT a 1.4. Wow. 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 I gave it a 1.9. All right, wow. Tony. I gave it a 1.68. Okay. Wow. Well, like I said, I just did not like anything about really NXT this week. Yeah, NXT was pretty bad this week. Uh, with yeah. that being said, it is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Suck it. Um, lowest point for me. Had to be the opening of the show. We gave uh, Bianca Belair's promo and the little, uh, I want to call them New Day, Street Profits and <laughs> Dirty Dogs oh, and Bailey. Um, I gave it a 1.5. I was not feeling it. Um, the only thing that saved this was Bailey. I think Bailey is yeah. just yeah. on top of the, her game right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, what was your low point for SmackDown? Same thing. It was the same thing. Bianca Belair and yeah. Street Profits gave it a one and a half. Um, this was a weird SmackDown for me, but there was a lot of backstage segments. There was a lot of yep. segments, and they got to stop that. They got to yeah. stop that. So, but yeah, Bianca and the Street Profits uh, versus Dolph Root and Bailey. But I do got to say though, uh, Montez's Ford Splash. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's one of the best. Yes. I've seen. Um, and he plays it off well too. So yeah, and he wasn't even on the top rope. He did it not on the turnbuckle. He did it on the top rope. Yeah, this time that was pretty cool. I love Uh, Clay. Uh, Same thing with you guys. The whole Bianca promo with Street Profits and Bailey and Dirty Dogs. It just it wasn't there. Like I understand what they were doing, like set of a match type deal, but it just it wasn't there. I gave it a one, and that was my only low point. All right, my highest point, it has to be Roman defeating Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. First of all, yes. Roman got new theme music. Yeah. And I love it. You know, people <laughs> are bashing it, saying that they hate really? it. The bubble. Yeah, they're Why? all over it on the internet. First of all, we've been wanting this to happen for years. Yes. So whatever he comes out to, we got to love. So I absolutely yeah. loved it. I thought it was a great uh, promo. Um. A pr- great theme song. I thought it was a great match with Roman and Daniel Bryan. I gave it a 3.5. Mm-hmm. I also have to say that promo from Paul Heyman 
to set up this match mm-hmm. was the best Paul Heyman promo I've seen in years. Yeah. I cannot believe how great that promo was. Yeah. It was just, yes, yes, yes. And yes, it was just, ooh, if we can get a producer to produce that kind of promo, I know, damn, we'll be gold, man. Um, (laughs) Tony, what was your high points of SmackDown? Yeah, same thing, Roman versus Daniel. I gave it a three. Um, If I had to pick one that was close to that, I would have to go with the Apollo Crews versus Big E. Um, Even though, you know, it was a DQ finish, I still love this, especially with Sammy coming in and doing, you know, fucking Sammy's gold regardless of what you put him in. So uh, just to be different, you know, I'll go with Apollo versus Big E, also a three. Okay, Uh, Clay. Same as you guys, the Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. I gave it a three and a half. Love Roman's new entrance. Uh, showed that he was dominant in this. And all of us, I, I really think we knew the outcome of this match and what was going to happen. Yeah. But they still, had a good, they still had a good match. And who knows what's next for Daniel Bryan. And even like when Cesaro did come out and try to yes. help add into that story of Roman versus Cesaro and having Jey Uso, you know, you know, stop him and mm-hmm. the chair ending to Daniel. That was great. So yeah. add on to that story. So awesome. Have something yep. to do with that. Overall, I gave SmackDown this week a 2.3. Tony. Wow. I gave SmackDown a 2.05. All right. And Clay. I gave SmackDown 2.1. Wow. All right. You know what? It is time for Raw versus AEW versus NXT versus SmackDown. Currently, Raw has one and NXT has one. If I go off of my points this week, I got to go with SmackDown as the best show this week. I think it was one of their best shows. I cannot wait for next week when they do a throwback episode of SmackDown. You think that's going to hurt them, though? I think it's going to be good. I think the ratings are going to go through the uh, roof. I can't wait for the red, white, and blue ropes. I I don't think ratings is going to do anything because, I mean, I I think the anticipation, but they have to do this right. They can't. They got it. They don't. Please don't make dumb references of back then. Yeah, that's what they got to do. They got to avoid that to make this has to be produced correctly. Exactly. It's got to be produced. Don't get our producer. Yeah, don't get our producer. Yeah. Uh, Clay, uh, who are you going with this week? With how I'm looking at my nose. Oh, wait, wait. What was your order, Rick? Oh, I'm going SmackDown, Raw, NXT, AEW. Wow. Really? Yeah. You NXT yeah. was better than AEW? Yeah, I did. Uh, listen, anything with Darby Allen beating somebody uh, is <laughs> not going to get a high score for me. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Go ahead, Clay. Can you hear us? Oh, he can't hear us. Can you hear us now? What, 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 what's that line again, Rick? Can you, can you hear me now? Is that is that what it is? Yep. AT&T? Uh, no, not AT&T. Verizon. Oh, Verizon. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me now? Good. Can you hear me now? Yep. <laughs> good. All right. You, are you good, Clay? Yes, I'm good. <laughs> okay. What, yeah. Go ahead. You go. <laughs> For me, how I'm looking at my notes, I, I got SmackDown on top, and that's honestly what I'm going with. So I'm going SmackDown, Raw, AEW, NXT. All right. Tony. Yeah, same thing. But the thing of it is, I had SmackDown and Raw tied at 2.05. But I think between that Roman and Daniel Bryan match and Apollo versus Big E, uh, I'll go with SmackDown, Raw, 
AEW and NXT. I think NXT was just dead last this week. They're terrible. All right. Well, you know what? Everybody has one except for AEW. So right now it stands at Raw with one, NXT with one, and SmackDown with one over AEW with zero. So we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. That's, Remember, this and is going we're what, three weeks in, right? We yes. are three weeks in. Yep. Okay. And right. we're going all the way up to WrestleMania of next year. So stay tuned and uh, sit back, relax, enjoy wrestling because we're going to be enjoying it. We're going to be watching it regardless whether it's good or bad because we're yeah. here to entertain you guys and give you our feedback and our POVs. And don't forget, you guys can chime in at any time on our Facebook page, Twitter, or Instagram at Wrestling POV. Anytime you guys can, just write uh, write into us and we'll say whatever you want us to say. You know, we're the... We're the monkeys here. We're going to do whatever you guys want us to do, okay? Give us a banana, and we're going to eat it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what kind of crap is this that you're writing for me? This is ridiculous. <laughs> no one's going to laugh at this. Oh, Lord. This producer oh. sucks. Just a little chuckle. That's all you got out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So, All right. Well, let's get into the book. Yes. Let's open it up, will you? Um, so those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling and we do it to get a good laugh. Uh, this is done between ourselves. Not even our producer can fucking do this shit or he, or he can't fuck it up anyways. But, uh, so, all right, we ready. Yes, sir. Yes, all sir. right. Coronavirus. I think Stays. if they go back on the road, live shows, July 1st yes. or August 1st TV though. TV. Yep, yeah. I yep. think that's when we can take it off. Uh, Dragon Breath. No, no, it stays. Drew Braun, is bad. Yeah. And Drew Drew is yeah. bad. Stays. Uh, Roman's Choppers. Stays. Uh, the Way. Stays. AEW rankings. We just said, you know, last yep. show that is. She uh, wins the title. If Britt wins and then gives the opportunity to the number one contender, then we'll take it off. Yeah. Uh, Tony's hatred for Sasha because she sucks. Stays. stays. You know, she dyed her hair. She looks what? good. Yeah, yeah, it's black and brown with a little brown tint in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Clay. Stays. Okay. Why? <laughs> I didn't even say it. He did. <laughs> Heyman's googly eyes. Stays. stays. Morrison's cock-a-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> stays. Did you see on his side of his head though? Yes. Drip, drip. Yep. What the fuck is he doing? I Frankie Monet probably told him to do it. Oh, yeah. God. No. <laughs> no. You know what would be cool? Right drip drip on the side of your head. No. No. <laughs> Sasha's ghetto laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Stays. Stays. Yeah. And finally, Dolph's Bianca Bray. Should we take it off? I mean, we can take it out. Yeah, he, he, didn't, he didn't, didn't put it on, so we'll cut yeah. a break. I think you know what? I think that's got to be the shortest list, the shortest uh, on the list ever. Stint, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm I think it. like what two weeks he's been. Clay, you know yeah. what you need to do to get off? <laughs> what? Do it. We can't tell you. Do it. We can't tell you. We can't tell uh, you. Man. All okay. right. With that being said, I think that's the end of the show. Uh, after we close out the show, we're going to play our five second shuffle game. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, what is it? The first to five. 
And uh, all I do is I play five seconds of a song. I hit the shuffle button. I don't know what it is. These guys don't know what it is. And all they got to do is just guess and see if they are correct. And the first one to five is the is the winner. Right now, the current champion is Rick's around the third. And uh, he's been on, on a good streak with this one so far. So uh, we'll see if he can still retain. Uh, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the $50 man, Clay Cummings, and the third wheel. Rick Serrano, the third. Now, Love. what I want to say is almost Love. was reaching for the peaches in the Love, tree. peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. <laughs> you ready? Yes, sir. Uh, so you want to go first or you want to go? Yeah, I'm going to go first this week. I'll All go right. first this week. Let's see if it's a soft. Watch it be a softball. Jesus Christ. It will. Listen. Is that uh, Shane Helms? No, it is not. Ooh. It is not. Mm. Clay, you want to give it a shot? Raven. No, it is not. All right. Your only clue on this one is uh, Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight champion. I'll throw it that way. Rick. Uh, Billy Kidman. No, it is not. <laughs> Clay. Ah, Santos Escobar. No, it is not. All right. So, uh, we'll go on. Uh, Rick, you were somewhat correct. It is Gregory Helms, not Shane. Oh. Helms. See what I'm saying? That's why you yeah. got to be correct when you do these things. Uh, Rick said Shane Helms, but it is Gregory Helms. So I just showed it to them. That way they can verify that it's, it's Gregory Helms. All right, Clay, this one goes to you. All right. There you go. Triple H. Triple H. Yes. One of his older. Yeah. yeah. One of his older uh, theme songs. So, yeah, there you go. That's a good one. And he said it correctly. All right, one nothing, Rick. You ready? <laughs> yes. Batista. The thing, yeah, yes, it's Batista. But the thing that's oh. funny is that the minute it played, you got to see Clay's face. He was like, <laughs> oh, "Come on, man!" <laughs> All right, tied up one on one. Clay, yep. could you go up one? Here you go. All right, no, sorry. All that was the theme music for Night of Champions. We're not gonna oh. do that one. All right, here, here's a different one. <laughs> he, he's Slater. He's Slater. Yes, yes, very good. All right, you're up two to one. Rick, this one's for you. Jesus Christ. You want to take a stab? Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. Yes. Tied up two to two. Now, Rick, you got to hope for Clay to not get one. Yeah. Or well, else you can listen, lose. Listen, man, right I'm now. cool as a peach cobbler. <laughs> Don't try to run with that. Uh, what is it? Two to two? Two to two. Two, two, yep. two. All right, Clay, this one's for you. You want to take a stab at it? Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase, yes. Damn you, Ted DiBiase! <laughs> Cameron Grimes must be mad. Watch the next song be Cameron Grimes. I'll fucking lose <laughs> it. All right, Clay, you're up three to two. Rick, you can tie it up with this one. Jesus. 
Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, yes. Braun Strowman. How many softballs can you You know, pick? exactly. But you know what? It's, it's, it's who he picks, you know? I know. If he I says know. he's going first and he gets all, you know, it could have been you if he if he went with you. you hey, 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 exactly. Clay, you're getting a lot of softballs too there. I got <laughs> fucking Gregory Helms. Yeah, that's true. Gregory Helms? No, he didn't. None of y'all got it. No, I'm saying that that's the one <laughs> I got. Dead. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I see what he was saying. Yeah, all right. Three to three. Yep. Clay, this one's for you. Do you want to take a stab at it? Uh, street profits. Yes, yeah, street profits, bro. I, I've I heard him say. I, I was gonna say, bro. That's was, easy. Rick would have stole it. Rick would have stole that. Yeah. There all we right. go. Four, I got it. Four to three. Yep. Clay, you got to hope that Rick messes up. But either way, I mean, you're ahead, though. But Rick can tie it. And then yep. it'll be on you. And if you get it, you can get a new champion. All right, Rick, this one's for you. You want to take a stab at it? The Brood. The Brood. Yes, The Brood. Tied up four to four. Let, could this be the last one? Will we have a new champion? Will this be a softball for Clay Cummings? Let's Are you ready it. for this, Clay? It's tied four to four. If you don't get this one, Rick can steal it and become and re- retain his title. Let's if go. not, if not, you will be the new five second shuffle champion. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, here you go. This one's for you. Uh, RVD. No, it is not. Rick. We'll go with Christian. No, it is not. Uh, your clue, Clay, is a stable in WCW, never in WWE. So it's a stable in WCW that was never in WWE. Clay. No, it is not. They were in WWE. They were in WWE, yes. Never mind. Clay. Um, oh, is this... Oh, wait a second. Is this uh, five seconds? Kurt Henning's group. Uh, is that I hate rap? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is the American males. Mm. Marcus Bagwell, Scotty Riggs. Nope. No, no. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Clay, you didn't get the softball. Rick can retain. Will he get another softball or will this one be difficult for him? He could win this one, Clay. Oh, yeah, I know. You were right there, man. All right. Are you ready, Rick? Yes. All right. Let's see. You got to be fucking kidding me. Out of everybody. CM Punk. CM Punk. Out of everybody that it could have been. Are you kidding me? Wow. Shoot. How did that? I really did this really. Well, just... <laughs> you know what? I used to like that song. Now I hate it. <laughs> I used it's to really like that song. Now I hate it. <laughs> wow. We do not own the rights. <laughs>